Welcome to Once Upon a Housewife, a podcast where we discuss the housewives you love to love, love to hate, and sometimes hate to hate. Your next episode with Bess and Sarah is coming up now. Welcome to Once Upon a Housewife. I'm your host, Bess Ellis. And I'm your host, Sarah Flory. And we have our friend of the pod back. Very special guest, Tom Reuter today. Welcome, Tom. Hello, ladies. Thank you for having me back. I'm the first repeat. You're the first repeat. I must have not really messed up that Tinsley one. Back by popular demand. (laughs) You've been on with us just a couple times now. I think I single-handedly brought in the Mexico crew, your listeners from Australia. You're you're worldwide. You're international. I am international. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Well, welcome back to to the pod. How's everybody feeling today? We're we're still in Michigan. We are feeling fine right now. We're, we're on a little friends fall foliage. We're gonna go for a little foliage, foliage drive after this. After we catching up on old episodes of Housewives. I tell you what, I'm feeling Giovanni, and I'm just excited to be here with you both. You're gonna have to say who we're and doing, so but good. after this one, I think we're gonna need like a lightness. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so wait, Tom, tell us like where you started in the housewives universe we didn't really do this properly for you last time and i apologize so yeah, are you doing that, that with all the guests now moving forward well we're trying to get better at being hosts yeah so we're, yeah so i well all right we'll get to who we're what or talking about today because this is actually my first one so oh okay let's, let's go so we're doing daniel Staub today yes that's we why are. we're saying we're gonna need some lightness this was your after, choice yes real housewives of new jersey legend daniel Staub. so I started with OC, didn't love it, so I didn't watch it. I somehow missed New York. And then I was at a wedding in Ohio, like on a Saturday afternoon, killing time in, in a hotel. And there was a Jersey Marathon, and I just got... Like a season one? Season one. I'd never really seen Jersey women like this. So it was like watching like a zoo, like... This is a strange kind of the time. Yeah. Those Being women. with Midwesterners, <laughs> these are different people. Yeah, it was just stuff we didn't know. So that's how I got in here. Ugh. Yeah. And so. I love... Danielle Staub to me is so watchable. It's like a, in, it's in like a, a train wreck. Sort it's a train wreck yeah. situation. Yeah. No, and she's so dark. She was on it from the get go. Which I kind of forgot that she was season one. I mean, she she, right season- off the gate, she's there. She was season one and season two. The entire first two seasons completely mostly revolved around Danielle Staub because when the women weren't even filming with her, they were just talking shit about her the whole time. Yeah, I mean, they were obsessed with her. They needed to be. She was obsessed with them. We'll talk about, you know, the Dina of it all. But they needed her. Those Manzos They suck. couldn't hear I, I just cannot deal with the Manzos. So she was on seasons one and two, and then she came back as a friend of for seasons seven, eight, no, eight, nine, and ten. Yeah. And it was... And she's off again. She's now off again. But there's something... First impressions. What are your first impressions? She's highly watchable. Like, she's a train wreck. I don't want to be friends with her. I... She is dangerous in the way of, like, there's always an adventure that happens to her. You can be going just to the grocery store and mommy's got a situation. Yeah, what are you looking at? What's wrong? She's so heavy. She's, she's just dark. Heavy, I mean, use that heavy. word dark. There's a cloud over this woman. I'm interested to hear when Everything you guys go through like her background, like what led to this woman being who she is. That's what I find about Jersey in general. There's so much yelling. I think you and I are off on Jersey because I actually... You like that I really like Jersey. 
it's there's so much yelling there's so much like people have these hot as fuck tempers on that Sarah, show you can never be jewish uh, or italian <laughs> like, i'm glad you're not going to choose to be either <laughs> it, it, everything is such a big deal to these people it's just like everything is like you insulted my you know family. it's also it's, they're all in such a small little bubble though too they are. like it's a franklin Hills, franklin lakes franklin lakes i don't know like and I wayne mean, i love my family i really love my family but if somebody like insulted my family i'd be like okay well, i guess you feel that way it would probably be you insulting your family it might be we learned this weekend that if sarah had a child that committed murder she'd turn him in right away and <laughs> bats and are like nope this is going to the grave <laughs> and this came out of resulted out of conversation about new jersey specifically yeah <laughs> was it we, we're remember pretty confident every single one of them would cover my body i would for sure i love my potting partner more than anything in the world but you are not my first phone call if i'm in prison i'm calling tom yeah come Folks. over to west loop <laughs> Dad, Daddy will take care of it. He'll be like, nope, well, you did something wrong. You got to pay the price. <laughs> Don't call me. I'll turn you in. Well, like Jersey, you have no loyalty. <laughs> Jersey's I all loyal. loyalty. No, you're a, you're, you're a, a loyal lo- friend. But I'm a loyal friend, but like, my- I'm also like, I follow the law. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry you don't. All right, get off your high. Okay, so let's get into, so take us away with a little bit of Danielle's early life. Once upon a time, there was a woman, girl, born Beverly Ann Merrill. We should have called this a Beverly Ann Merrill. No, that's her, her name we can't not. dead name her. Okay, Beverly Ann Merrill. That is true. We can't dead name her. On July 29th, 1962. God, this woman is 61. Mm-hmm. She's in Ramona territory and Vicky. I like my housewives older. Yeah. Um, her Wikipedia says she was born in Wayne, New Jersey. Um, I don't know if she was actually born there. I know that's where she lives now. So we're not 100% sure where she was born. We do know she's a Leo sign. Mm-hmm. Leos, this was not a surprise to me, I don't think. Leos are bold, confident, courageous, fierce, restless, and dominant. They can also be susceptible to burnout and easily offended. She's so easily offended. That's an understatement. No, I think all of that checks pretty much. If she's confident, I'm not sure. She might put on the air of confidence. We're going to talk one of my moments where you see her not confident. But we'll talk about that soon. I think sometimes people like this that exude this confidence are really just just scared as shit. Well, and you might get into it, but I'm sure something's happened to her when she was young that you have to put you know someone who has that steel you know yeah. I could not agree more it's going to shatter within a second so her birth mother was a very young she was 15 years old when she had her and she all we know about her is very hard to find background information on Danielle Staub but her mother was Sicilian uh, gave birth at 15 years old then she was later put up for adoption, I believe, adopted and raised by a family in Pennsylvania. Uh, her mother, all we know is it was the Merrill family, and her mother, Ruth Merrill, died in March 2020 of a stroke. I have 70s, a little something to add, a little have nugget add? that I found out about this. So Danielle Staub is the author of the book from 2012, The Naked Truth, in which she talks about when she knew she was- Obviously, a- we did not read it. No, I can't read any of these women's books. I'm sorry. I told you guys I was going to, and I just no. did it. But she claims that she that her mother was a very wealthy woman. It was a very, like, and was marrying an opposing Sicilian. So her, her, her birth, birth mom. mother was very wealthy. They sent her to the States to have the baby, put the baby up from adoption. Oh, and Danielle claims that was, since she was a baby, 
always knew she should have been wealthy because she knew right away that first class was the best class. She was born at knowing how to play the game Baccarat. What? And she what do you mean born knowing how to play. The she game? was born. This is this is from her book, The Naked Truth. And she just always knew that she was meant to be a wealthy Sicilian woman. Mm. No, okay. that's a lie. Instead, she's got suck. Yeah, of course. I mean, that sounds like something Danielle would say. So this track. What is Baccarat? Oh, it's... Do I not know that game? It's a game. Wasn't that a store in the 80s, Baccarat? In no, the mall? it's a game. There, there was structure. There was a Baccarat, too. <laughs> Good God! But anyway, she she it seems like she was raised in Pennsylvania. Yes. So that there's not we don't know she had any siblings. I think she's an only child. There is very little background it's, information. It's on harder her. than you think, guys, about finding some of these things about these housewives. And trigger warning: she a, had a she had a very traumatic childhood. So yeah, how was this family yeah. then that adopted a her? Trigger warning: she she grew up horror. She was sexually molested by family relatives i mean yeah. you can see and there's a lot of similarities you'll come to see that she's very like leanne lockin ish yes i completely agree. i would put those in the same quadrant they're of very your housewife. similar but she was also engaged according to the show when she first started 19 times it's now been 21 times since okay then. i have a question do yes. you believe that she's been engaged that many times that's what I, she says, but we don't have any actual proof of this. We know about three. I kind of believe this one. I, believe I, I think she's done a lot of trips to Vegas or somewhere where just like on a, on a crazy party night, you get engaged. We, we how did, does she, she get all these a, guys Brittany. to promote? How does she get all these guys to get engaged to her? Do you think that they actually all propose? I think or does she, she comes, like, let's just get married. We should. And then she's like, we're, they're like, I okay, think they're we're all engaged. the same man for one thing, not meaning same, the same type of person, same type of person. Yeah. I don't think she's not attractive. I think there's a sex appeal to her. She I think also, she knows how to use it. And I know that she knows. And work she it. comes off. I bet in the beginning of the relationship, I am very nurturing. I am very caring. Let me cook for you. Let me take care of you. And then little baby, by baby, little, baby. she can't keep the facade up and the crazy comes out. And she gives daily blowjobs, right? We learned that from her uh, That's another thing. She claims yep. to have bedded a thousand men. So if you guess do the math on that, I'm not a stats person. You are. I'm a stats person. Yeah, the, the odds in, come, the come odds to her are, favor. Yeah. A thousand men. <laughs> I, I mean, no shade. Stat. Figure a hundred men. a thousand men. Who cares? Over a but. decade, that's a hundred men a year. That's believable. Okay. All right. So <laughs> she was, I'm going to do her marriages. So she was now engaged 21 times. Stab's been married three times. So she married her first covet husband, Kevin Marr, in yeah. 1996. The couple got divorced in 1987. And this is the one with the book? Yes. Okay. Then the second marriage was to Thomas Stab, who is the father of her two daughters, Jillian and Christine. The rich guy. They got married on July 7th, 1993. They had two daughters. Christine was born December 4th, 1990, and Jillian was born May 14th, 1998. They got divorced in 2007. Shortly before she came on the show. It was, and when she had first, her introduction onto the show, she was like at the tail end mm -hmm. of a very long divorce battle, and he seemed to not be giving her what she thought she was And we're due. saying that guy was rich? I think yes. so. He's I, worth probably about had a prenup. Million. They probably had a prenup and she was challenging it. She got the guess. house. Um, and then uh, then we have Marty. And then she married her third husband on the show when she was a friend of in season nine, businessman Marty Caffrey on May 5th. And their wedding was shown. It was in Bimini. In Bimini. 
they were later announced that they were separated in August of 2018. So it was like a five-month marriage. And it was finally finalized in 2019. Now, these are not any of our moments, but coming back as a friend of, her wedding was featured in... On season nine, and it there's some good stuff there. She Sorry. was such a monster bridezilla. She was acting like it was her first wedding. She needed to have... This is like somebody in their late 50s at the time who insisted on doing one of those bridal party swimsuit photo Any, shoots. I mean, probably top five tragic things to me in the life are like... A bridesmaid over the age of 50. That, you did, <laughs> it's not necessary. I had, I'd, I'd stopped watching Jersey, but I, I rewatched this bridal thing for this pod, and it is... She was a monster. She made Marge Sr., Marge's mother, carry her wedding dress off of the boat to Bimini. She was just walking around, and it was lots of like low-hanging fruit jokes yeah. of like, I'm the boss of you this week, and you don't get to tell me what to do. Well, and her then like yelling at the sky about the kids and he's like i chose you over my children so he and has like, three oh, he's kids gone, yeah. one refused to go to the wedding the two others went to the wedding do not like danielle and danielle was very like they don't respect me oh god and it was just he's like i chose you over my kids and it was the most awkward dinner wait were her her girls at that wedding I yes can't remember. they were there okay yeah. so there was also some stuff at that wedding uh, not to have it completely about it but like that season when she was planning her wedding and being the big bridezilla that she had, remember um, all of the women over to her house and basically told them exactly what they need to do to throw her this bachelorette party. Oh, she's the star of the Great show. Great Gatsby. A Gatsby oh, thing. Not another Gatsby. You need to have all gluten-free, non-dairy food for Didn't me. Did she say you need to call me every day? You need to call me every day. She was mad at Marge that Marge didn't come with her to get one of her dress alterations. 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 You got to go to the tailor with me? And she was like, well, you didn't even know I was going to it. So she narrated exactly what everybody needed to do to fulfill her expectations for her wedding. She was and a monster. her bridal shower and her bridal Was this marriage else. shorter than Lou and Tom? About the same. About the same. About the same, okay. There no, was, a little shorter. There's nothing tackier also than someone Lou and Tom's living about eight months. in a well-established house and now you're registering for plates again. Yeah. From like Versace, Versace or something. <laughs> Which I didn't know existed. I also get like, yeah. We should I have can't. looked that up. I can't. Um, I Part of me wonders if she did this marriage just for the show as well. I know. I think she, it's survival for her. It is it's all, it is also survival She for does her. not She's work looking for a her day next. in her life. She is looking for her next kill. Very true. Okay. okay. So we got to get into the legal issues though. Lots of those. So this was from an article in People Magazine published in 2020. So I'm just going to read this to you. In previous for Thursday's second installment of the Real Housewives of New Jersey reunion, it appears that things heat up when the discussion centers around Danielle Staub's past. Again. Again. Because we have already gone over this in 2008. Now, with the emergence of legal documents uncovered by the smokinggun.com, it looks like her past may have been much more checkered than the 46-year-old New Jersey housewife had been letting on. She was 46 when she first started the show. Yes. According to the documents filed in Miami U.S. District Court, Staub, then known as Beverly Ann Merrill, and Danielle Aguilar. Aguilar, yeah. Aguilar. He alleged a drug deal. He was her drug dealer boyfriend. and Danielle Aguilar, excuse me, her alleged drug dealer boyfriend at the time, were arrested by the FBI in June of 1986 for holding a man they blamed for a botched cocaine deal for $25,000 in ransom. They kept him in like a room or like tied up. Exactly. So 
Staub insisted her involvement in the incident was minimal. The documents state that she went so far as to place the ransom phone call to the man's father to ask for the money and threatened injury or death to the man if it wasn't received. I could imagine being on, I could imagine her making this call. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yes. I mean, she is like a mafioso. Wannabe. Wannabe. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it is, I agree with you, this is survival for her. This is all she knows how to do. The documents go on to reveal that Staub was arrested at a Miami apartment where police also discovered six kilos of cocaine and $16,000 cash. Six kilos of cocaine. My gosh. And then Staub cooperated with the FBI in exchange for a more lenient punishment. What was her punishment? Yeah. What? She went to prison. She went to jail. Yeah. The papers appear to confirm several accusations made by Staub in The Infamous Cop Without a Badge, published in 1996. The now infamous book about the ex-FBI informant ex-husband Kevin Marr that became a major plot twister on the show. Ugh. So her ex-husband was an uh, this Marr who she was married to for one year mm-hmm. was an informant. He was an informant. Yeah, I don't remember that part of all of this. He was an informant and he uncovered all of this about her past? No, he was the informant that basically was the narc. He was doing bad things and they were like, fine, you work for us now. Yeah, got they got into this together. He, yeah, switched over. According to the papers as well, Staub was charged with one felony count and convicted of extortion. She also, has, she's got, she worked for an escort service, according to the FBI agent on the case, and she was sentenced to drug treatment and weekly urinalysis tests for six months. Two years later, her substance abuse counsel recommended that her drug after, aftercare program be extended, considering the severity of Beverly's drug history and former drug lifestyle. See, that was my kind of thoughts. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, when you're with a drug dealer as your boyfriend. She was taken off the top. She was, I was wondering, because sometimes like the drug dealer is, they don't do anything, right? They're clean. They're yeah. just dealing. It's the business for them. But she was the girlfriend of the drug dealer. To mm-hmm. me, that reads more. And this is all alleged. I'm not accusing anyone of doing drugs and do whatever you want. But well, this was according to the FBI. This report. was according to, to the FBI, and this was the, what she had to do. I think I think she'd like to take a little bit off the top. She had a shitty, shitty life. She and reads, did what she had to do yeah. to survive, but didn't know how to do it in a way of like, now I'm going to go to community college for two years and get an associates and move on. She wanted it fast and furious. Well, then she deserved this. Versace plate. I How looked it up. Oh, it's only one thirty per plate, which I actually thought would be more. This is the Baroque style. I actually kind of don't mind this. It's oh, better than that Tinsley that. plate you like. I like Sarah. the fish. I'll take the Tinsley. I'll take plate. this Baroque. I'm, one. I'll, when we do Dorit's episode, we'll look at the Hermes plates. Okay. I've eaten off of those Hermes, Hermes plates, plates. Excuse me, from someone's house. Uh, not Tinsley, by the way. But I mean, sorry, not um, who has the Hermes plates? Dorit. Dorit. Oh, Dorit. Yeah, not Dorit, but um, someone's house. I did eat eat off of those same plates. Um, anyway, um, yeah, like this is a sordid past. How um, she got discovered too on the housewives was sort of interesting. So they all would go to the same hairdresser, Dina and Jacqueline and Danielle. And the hairdresser, the owner of the salon had recommended Dina and Jacqueline to do the show. And then there was also this sort of like enigma of a woman. They weren't really friends with Danielle at all. And they, like, we want Danielle, talk to her. They made Danielle and Jacqueline kind of talk and become, like, fast friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's kind of the in, right? They act like she and Jacqueline met at this hair salon and became best friends within five hours or something. But also, Danielle is one of those kinds of people because she is on the more alone side, too. Like, she will meet you and instantly, like, 
you're my sister. I love you. We are best friends. I will do everything. She will try and just envelop you in. She is a hanger on. And I think the reason that she probably does that is she's trying to like use you for everything. I also think she's lonely too. Oh, she's extremely. But she likes the drama. Look at her Instagram. She's like posing and things of herself videos all the time. I think she's very lonely. And she always has been. Well, and she just burned so many bridges. I mean, she's probably been through, you know, we talk about 21 fiancés or whatever. She's probably been through she's like, like 50 in that best way. friends in yep. quotations. She can't keep them. Yeah. She can't keep them. She, yeah, she can't deal with it. Okay, so socials? Socials. Her celebrity net worth is around 500000 That uh, tracks. Seems a little high to me, but. Nah, I bet that's what she's got through Instagram posts and. Cameos. Her cameo is high. What's How, her cameo? One ninety nine. That is high. It's very high to me. She must be I mean, getting it then. There's Karen Otherwise Huger. I believe two fifty. Lisa Vanderpump maybe two fifty three. I know you've bought cameo. I don't know enough. Are there ratings? Yeah, but Alexis can you Bellino. see like you can get ratings? So like like an Airbnb or like an you Uber can also rating. Get like example you, cameos that they've given. There's a lot of examples in there. You can see ones that they've done in the past, and you can be like, yeah, I think that's for me. But yeah, she's uh, pretty high. So I'm guessing that her cameos are insane. My guess is that they're just. I mean, insane. yeah. I mean, obviously, the meets the demand. She's big on OnlyFans too, right? I'm sure. I think we found that it. seems to be the. Yeah. Do we know the content? No. I, mean, uh, I bet there's join. a little. What, what do we call it when she does that little fake strip tease? It's like a little peach. She she said <laughs> no. She's like <laughs> give and then them you something. Present, you, yeah, you present. <laughs> you present. You show a little. <laughs> you pull back. She's very good at. Um, she's got pull. game. She's got game. She does have some game. I mean. Yeah, so um, she only has one tagline because this is when they were like repeating the taglines. Oh, wait, did we do any of the Instagrams yet? Oh, yeah, no, I'm so sorry. Her Instagram is 441K. Eh, It's mid range to me. It's probably high for her. Yeah, yeah give her me Instagram, some others. I I thought, her Instagram, I thought, was funny because when you look, you know how people can put on their Instagram like what they, what their mom. MO is. Yeah. It says mom, published author, dog lover, yogi, super balanced. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. Ding, 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 ding. No, that's that a red means, light. Anyone who needs to say they're super balanced mm-hmm. is not super Clearly balanced. Clearly not super balanced. <laughs> it also seems on there that she's promoting a place called Skinny Med Spa. She's doing a lot of ads for them on there. I should, she it wants free seems stuff. Seems like a chain a Botox of Botox thing. in New York City. Danielle does not think she should get paid. She should pay for anything. She needs She's to run up very, a tab very, very Leanne Locks it. Leanne Locks it. She wants it all for free. Yep. I'm doing you a favor. I've got 441,000 followers on Instagram. Okay, so Caroline Manzo has 832k. Ashley Holmes, uh. her nemesis, who is the daughter of Jacqueline, is 270K. Pretty low for her. Kim D oh, is Kim 98.2K. Ooh, come on, Kim. Um, Danielle's ex, most recent ex, Marty Caffrey, is 4,389 the- followers. Wah, wah. And Jillian Staub, her youngest daughter, has 20K followers. Christine has a private account. What's, Jillian what's is the Jillian's one that's the content, chef. Do we know? She's got two. Jillian's got a private account, and then she does others where she bakes a lot of dairy-free desserts. She's a big baker. She's like a, like and a, she's a fourth-grade teacher. Those poor girls that they both seem to get out of this, huh? My, I think her girls are wonderful. Her girls are wonderful. They were wonderful on the show. They were. They are stunning. How? They, I mean, are, they did how not did they, want to get involved in it. They must have had a good dad. And also maybe in spite of Danielle. They were doing a lot of Thomas parenting. Thomas must, must be good. I was she trying was to figure parent. out, like, 
was she leaving them alone a lot? Like when she's going on all these dates. I think he was stuff, with the dad. Was I think it with they the were dad? with the dad. But okay. also too, you know, like Chris, Christine was sixteen on the show too. So I mean, they didn't need babysitters. They were yeah, 11 but Jillian and 16. was eight years younger. Yeah, so I mean, you got a teen. I guess I didn't realize I mean, Christine was yeah. that old. Yeah, they're very intelligent, very smart, very smart kids. Um, so her okay, one, her one tagline from seasons one and two: "You're either gonna love me or hate me. There is no in between when, with me." And when she comes back, she's just a friend of. So she's she friend of get a tagline. Tag so like, no, it's fine. No. Can I ask a question though? You're either gonna love me or hate me. There is no in between with me. Who is it that loves her? I know. I was just thinking that. I mean, even, I mean, I'm not talking about us as the viewer. I'm talking about as people out there, like her peers. I know, Danny. Provenzano. Jesus. We'll talk more about him. I don't know. Author of The Naked Truth, published 2012. It's almost should be like, you're going to love me till you hate me, right? That should have been it. You're going to love me for that first week, and then you're going to realize, oh my gosh. What did I do? Let me run the other way. I think she, yeah, she she ran with an odd group of friends in that second season that just basically wanted to be on the show. Kim Do we G. know exactly where she lives now? Probably Wayne, New Jersey still. She's not leaving Tri-State area. No. No. She's off the She was hike. squatting in Marty's house after the divorce, and that's what kind of that's took the I divorce she so was long. She wanted that house. for a while. And he was like, get out. Right. And so I didn't know where she went after that. Unclear. Is it a condo? I don't know. I can't tell. I tried to really dig into that, but okay. So I guess moments, moments lead us off, Sarah. Okay. So my first moment for Danielle is season one, episode one, the entree of Danielle, our very first viewpoint into New Jersey. Can I interrupt your moment for just a second? Her first entrance on there, that woman comes out with such an entrance in a bikini and heels, going to her walking unkempt pool. She's like and playing paddle ball with her girls or something in this. Beginning. Something with that. And she's also, she's claimed she was the first person in New Jersey to get the American black Express card. black card before Madonna. Yeah. It was Danielle style. I thought that was like the most wonderful thing. So the episode is called Thicker Than Water. And yeah, after the whole part where she, we were introduced to her walking in the pool, talking about her lifestyle, her divorce, and how she's trying to do everything she can to just wrap up this divorce, get what's fairly hers, and keep her daughters in the lifestyle in which in her in the which they're accustomed. In which they're accustomed. So it is revealed that a couple of years ago she is on an online chat room called We Have It Here. Wealthymen.com. Wealthymen.com. Um, she's on wealthymen.com and she met a guy, no picture, called Gucci Model. I'm so sure he was. She's absolutely. She's been chatting with Gucci Model for over a year. For two years. Two years. More than chatting. Yeah, more than chatting. They've been having like copious amounts of phone sex. It's been apparently really amazing. But they've never met. They've never met, and there's no picture. This was also flip phone time too. This is flip phone. She could have been doing it on her landline. Did I mean, we look if WealthyMen.com still around? I did, and then just tried to lead you to like other places. Okay. Okay, so she, and her name on this site was Danielle007. So, I kind of like that name for her. I think it's perfect for her. <laughs> Bond theme. So the whole thing is that they're going to meet up now for the very first time ever. It's a true blind date, although they've had like, she's like, I'm so sorry we had a brief technical difficulty there, but I'm going to continue on with my moment season one episode one Danielle's date okay 
So she um, has met this guy, Gucci model, on wealthymen.com. And she's going on the first blind date to meet him. Okay. So she's at this bar called Lua that appears to be in Hoboken-ish with a skyline background. And she's waiting for them. She's having her cocky there. And she's talking to the the gal group next to her at the bar about, you know, I'm meeting this guy. You know, we've been, you know, chatting or whatever, right? So it's now, they're supposed to meet at 7.30 p.m. She's knocking a few back. And all of a sudden, fast forward, it's 9 or 9.30. And he is a no-show. Yeah, so this poor woman's there with her flip phone just sitting at the bar. Waiting. Starting to think he might not show up. Watching the time tick down. Um, also, sidebar, in the back of the bar has entered Jacqueline and Teresa, who like basically followed her to her date to this bar. They're and they're, they're, they're waiting in the corner in yeah, the wings Yeah, they have binoculars. Watching. I forgot they have binoculars. Yeah. Like they have to... Yeah, it was Carmen pretty, San Diego. It was pretty cheesy. But at this point, like, there's no social media. There's no, like, Twitter. There's no, like, updating. I, I bet if there was, Danielle would have been, like, posting pictures of herself or something at the bar, like, waiting for my date. Who knows? But so she's there. It's 930. And when he doesn't show, she decides to call him with her razor, Motorola razor phone. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So she calls him and just is determined at this point in time that he is standing her up and she's appalled she's pissed and in traditional danielle fashion she gives him an earful on his voicemail when he doesn't answer and i actually felt bad for her i mean regardless i mean to watch this play out for an hour and a half as she's sitting there by herself is i mean after after a half an hour you're like all right oh there's no way i would wait an hour and a half no (laughs) no okay so this is this is verbatim what she says hey listen scumbag you're a piece of shit to stand up somebody like me You're probably some fat banker. You probably walked in and saw how hot I am and said, I could never be with that. Which you're right. All right. Have a good life. Or die. I don't care. You're reading so good of that. It's perfect, right? (laughs) It's perfect. Or die, I don't care. And then she slams the Motorola razor closed and then like knocks back another bit of her drink. And then she immediately... You're making it sound like she drank more than she did. I feel like she she nerfs the same... She vodka sauce tonic. The second one, perhaps. <laughs> anyway, she was drinking that weird drink with like some kind of pyroline coming out of it or something. <laughs> I don't know what it was. It was a mojito, we like to say. Anyway, so then she calls up either Teresa or Jacqueline, don't know which, and she's like, I need my girls. Like she's distraught by this surprise, whole thing. Surprise, we've been here the whole time. Uh, surprise, they come and give her a hug and a pat on the back and, and we're done with that moment. But it was, it was. this is how we're introduced to Daniel's personality, right? It was great. This right? is within the first, yeah, 20 minutes of this show, the very first, this is season, episode one, right? I got everything yeah. I needed to out of Danielle in that moment. You just knew exactly who you were dealing with. Yep. Yeah. She, she goes straight mafioso on your ass when you don't show up for a blind date. It, it's a great moment. Yeah. All right. I've got one from season two, episode one, Water Under the Table. And this, to me, just sums up Danielle and her daughters. Uh, this, this is their relationship in a nutshell. And this just really clues you into how unhinged Danielle was. And she's one of those people that's like, I don't care what they think of me, which is all she cares about. Right. So Caroline's hosting her share fundraiser dinner at her house. 
it's a tented party outside. You got Did ballet. you say it's a sheriff yeah, fundraiser? For the yeah, sheriff. Yeah, so they're the paying off the sheriffs. Of course. They That's do every I, year. Right? We do this every year. We pay yeah. them off to like, yeah. Sure. We've yeah. got valet. We've got catering. It's tented. Was Jacqueline, this at the Brownstone? No, this is at their house. Oh, it's at their house. Jacqueline, Teresa, and Dean are all there. And Dina found out from a person who does her nails about this event. Or Danielle found out from her nail technician about this event. Danielle is unhinged about it. She had no idea. She's completely floored. She picks up her daughters from whatever, gymnastics, something. Danielle gets her daughters into the car, and she's like, we got to go for a ride. Take to the range. Take she takes to, to the, the white range. range. <laughs> Danielle is imparting her words of wisdom to these girls. Quote, sometimes women go to extreme lengths to hurt one another. I hadn't heard anything about this party that they have every year until today when I'm getting my pedicure, and I don't care. Believe me, I don't care. One of her daughters says, I couldn't Spoiler, tell who it she was. Cares. She cares. One of her daughters says, maybe you shouldn't waste your energy on it. I've been doing a really great job just going like this. And she brushes it off her shoulders. And ironically, I've never even had an issue with Caroline until she called me garbage. But now, now i got big issues with her. Danielle is spiraling, driving these poor girls all over Franklin Lake. She's probably like going 92. (laughs) No, and on these like back roads. Mommy's getting upset. Christine, these girls are in the backseat. Christine tells her mom that she needs to calm down. It's really sad. We're going to take a real quick ride to see how many people are going to spend $1,000 a plate to spend time at Caroline's house. Daughters are mortified, trying to get her to calm down. Danielle is just getting more and more ramped up. She's saying that she could care less she's not invited. It's so inappropriate. These daughters are the adult in the room. And they're finally, so wise. Well, finally, I know, because they had to, like, to be. Give that of just like, they had to be. Finally, after she begs the mom to go home, like, we shouldn't care about this. Let's go home. And Danielle in her confession is like, you know what? When my daughters say something, I just, I listen to them. And they're right. She does. They're raising her. They're raising her. It's just so, like, it just proves... And how much she puts on her daughters. But she just tells them everything. Like, her daughters truly are her best friends. In which I think she also used it like, I'm open. I'm, I, I'm not going to hide it. The, you know, and it, she's kind of like... Life's cruel. I want them to know that this is They've what's going learn, on. But it's just, yeah. it's such this episode's good too because you have the Range Rover. There's a lot of her driving content throughout the season. They're and driving, driving everywhere pissed. in those Range Rovers in New Jersey. But the, her, especially, I feel like is just like fuming behind a wheel, running around, driving around looking for trouble. Yeah, yeah totally. she is looking for trouble. Totally. Oh, what's your moment? Same looking one. for trouble. Season two, episode five. The Lion's Den. So here we now have the Brownstone. We have mm, Danny and brownstone. we have Kim G. So Danny Provencal, who oddly enough has an IMDb page where he actually directed a movie. <laughs> Why would we know what it was? I do. Can we find that, please? Um, yes, so it. it's the sad event for a baby named Emanuela who is having cancer, and it's a benefit for that. And she shows up there with Danny as her. <laughs> Security and she also has the Hell's Angels. The Hell's Angels. So this is another one where Hell's Angels. I think if she even was invited, who knows? She's got Kim G as her lackey, and they show up uninvited, without paying, don't have a table, and she just raises. And she's showing up with Kim Ganatelli. Oh, I didn't even know that was her last name. Yes. Who? Yeah, is her right wing woman this time? And just raises all hell is complete, just obnoxious to this poor sad couple whose child is dying. And 
Remind me again. So what? I, it's okay. Chris. Chris it's, is Chris. It's Manzo's, Chris Manzo. Okay, give it. He's to like me. the maitre d there. He's like he's dealing like the with the parking. He's dealing, yeah, and yeah, he's like dealing with the parking situation, and they bust in, and then they're like, "Where's our table? Didn't well, you lay out a table this for us?" Event is bouncered by like the local hunt club. So they show it's up like in black event. tie, and he says, "Oh, you're in for a surprise." Meaning because so you're so overdressed, and Daniel Wright was like. What do you mean a surprise? They're they're out for me. They're gonna come get me. He so tells she that not... to Kim, and Kim's the one who stirs stirs the shit. And she's like, I don't know. He said, and he's in a surprise. What's this big and surprise? And she just for cannot you? let this go. And this is where Danny's losing. The his reason shit. why it was a surprise. Did we talk about the reason why you're in for a surprise? What he meant dressed. by that? They're yeah, overdressed. They're overdressed. They were overdressed because this was like a fundraiser, like soup supper. Sponsored by a gun club. And this is where Danny says... It was says, like an NRA gun club. Danny says, it's good. I can't drink yet, Hunting. but in six days, Hunting. I can. Sorry. <laughs> so he's his just... Parole's up his parole. So he's like, in six days, we've gotten worse. He's like, they're lucky I can't drink. And this is where it's a, a punk's a punk, a manzo's a punk. I they mean, are demanding uh, they set up a table for all of her friends. That they they're don't have room for. and for 20 and, party lackeys. And Caroline's husband, who you know runs the Brownstone, is trying to actually be accommodating for this. Mm-hmm. And they she, set a table up, and then they don't like the location of the table. Yeah. So this is her kind of entitled on this. You have Danny, who was just such an odd side character, and God knows. And she's like, do what you got to do, but don't hurt Chris. He's a minor. <laughs> she's <laughs> loving this. Oh, this she's is when you're getting her this. side smirk. Danielle has the best just kind of uh-huh. tilted eyes or eyebrow side smirk of like, this do what you got to do. This is the first time that we ever saw her bring in security. And she, she had like 10 guys, and one of them was in a Hell's Angel leather she coat. She was so getting off on this the she whole time. She had a pres- couple prison people, fresh fresh sprung. She loves feeling mafia adjacent. And, and they were standing. completely ruined this poor event that was like oh. a spaghetti dinner for baby Emanuela. <laughs> My favorite part was that she went up to Emanuela's parents at that, and she's like, well, before the event happened, she's like, it's not like I, I don't have any money, basically, so I can't give any anything yeah, she, to the she, charity but i could show up and be supportive and i think they would want someone like me there to be with them and to show my support and she goes up and talks to Emanuela's parents and she's like i will always you can always call me you can always call me and they don't know who the fuck she yeah, is she has no clue who these people deer are in headlights these people yeah oh god the <laughs> poor baby i think the dad is like holding that baby there like baby cancer it's awful and oh. this is a i love this episode it's it was pretty good to me to yeah i try to pick these episodes that have right? so much yeah it just our... has a lot of to me my takeaways from jersey absolutely yeah so my next moment is the episode right after it so it's the one where dina who was also working at the brownstone at the time was just fed up she could not be on this show anymore she this was dark for her she was done so it's season two episode six it's not me it's you Dina's leaving the show. But before that, she agreed to probably film a last scene with Danielle. So she calls Danielle to meet her at Chakra. These restaurant names are... Oh, my gosh. And I'm sure within Chakra is so much inappropriate acculturation. Chakra. Oh, my God. It's like one of those bars from the early 2000s to mid-2000s that you walk in, and it's a bunch of, like, velvet banquettes. Purple. With, like, a little purple with, like, a little tiny banquette table. And, like, fake Buddhas. And, like, a bunch of <laughs> curtains everywhere. Curtains. And then you just get a drink and maybe, like, a small plate, but no one really eats. You're right. A lot of velvet work. Probably not like, sir. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she Same calls her to meet her at Chakra. Danielle calls Danny on her way because... She needs someone there to protect her, just in case. Well, Dina's gonna what? 
with her. Dina tells her, okay, so she sits down, Dina meets her. Danielle is like really, Danielle's desperate for Manzo friendship the entire time. And she was desperate. Yeah. Always protect- it was Dina. One, it was Dina one, that she just wanted, she wanted in love. on that. Mm-hmm. And she's like, do you want something to eat? And Dina's like, you know what? I'm not really here to this stick around. Quick, yeah. This could be quick. Let me she's just like, tell this you. isn't going to be long. I'm not here to hurt you. I'm not here to say anything. And she's like, this is about me. This is about me setting boundaries. you got to stop meddling in my life. And side note to this. So during the season one reunion, Caroline starts hysterically crying about like what Danielle had done to Dina. And it was kind of a big mystery that we didn't find out until a couple years later that... Dina's got a daughter from her first husband, mm-hmm. and Danielle tried to fuck around and not ha- and screw around and called Dina's first husband to not have Lexi on the show. What? And to say that she was like, I an never really quite mother. knew what the deal was here. Okay, she was just good to fucking know. around. So that's why the Manzos like hated Danielle. She was always doing stuff behind the scenes. So that's. Why her daughter couldn't be on the show because the ex-husband in Greece or whatever was like... The one who took her to Greece, yeah. And it was like, I forbid you. And it wasn't like... But it was all stirred shit from Danielle. Which also, side note from Danielle, between seasons two and three, she started contacting Melissa Gorga through Facebook. Was it Melissa to her or her It was probably Melissa to her reaching out to try and get on the show. But that's... Just a whole nother reason as to like... Oh, wow. I didn't know the back story of this Danielle's either. Danielle's nice always kind best. of stirring things like <laughs> behind the scenes, trying to get it done. Mm-hmm. Dina's just like, you know what? I'm done. I'm out of it. This is about me. Danielle, Danielle is losing her shit. They just basically start fighting over who could shush each other. Just such a low stakes. You yeah. don't shush don't, me. Yeah. I shush you. And Danielle... And Dina was just like, you know what? And I'm out. And D- Danielle's running at her like, run away like you always do. And then yeah. she's got to call Danny in to come and console her. So Danny just, was there? I can't remember He that was piece. waiting in the parking lot. Okay. He's always on standby. He was there. He drove there and waited in the parking lot for her. She goes, yeah, I'm here. I I where you. are you? I need you. And she's, he's like, I'm right outside. I'm waiting for this whole thing to go down. Offer protection if needed. And again, this just was blown up. I mean, all these housewives things blow up, but like this shouldn't have been anything. And I think Dina really was like, I don't want to be part of this. Yep. Like, I just want you she out of my darkness. life. Yes. With the Danny thing as well, what kind of pr- protection could this guy offer? He He's just like got out six. of prison. He's on parole. He can't even drink. Do you think he could beat someone up? I feel like he she would go knew, right though, back in. He she would do anything for, intimi- for intimidation. It's yes. just intimidation tactic. God, he was so in love with Danielle and Danielle. I liked to rewatch like that they one. Get away. Up? I think maybe she'd give him a couple. She'd let him like touch her boobs a little bit. Just <laughs> maybe to, like, that's how she paid like, him a little occupied. bit. Yeah. I mean, God knows she wasn't paying him. I no. mean, no, you she could, doesn't have any money. You could, you, could, you could touch my boobs. Do, would we see Danny with the girls, or did she hopefully keep no, him away from no. them? They were never together. He never came to her house. I don't think he did. But now when did? the girls were there, yeah. It was around like Kim G or like she. Did oh right, they all yeah, that little strip tease thing that she did when Danny was like that was in the club. giving her dollars at her. <laughs> she was always just kind of like the cook in a line. This is what she would do. I know to keep you around. Give you a tiny little tea. He probably thought he could maybe back. be famous when he got done with this. Oh parole. well, here you go. According to oh, so now, yeah, he's got an IMDb. So what? It what says, if he's like now an independent filmmaker and doing really thought provoking like documentaries? He's working for A twenty four. Yeah, he's at A twenty four. He's doing like a vegan documentary. <laughs> Dev Provenzano is known for this thing of ours, 2002, Vampire Vixens from Venus, 1995, and Regenerated Man, 
before. Those are the 90s, though. 2002. Okay, That's so before he, this, though. He was he was the director of it. He acted and directed in it. Okay. Well, that's all before this. So he's probably doing some... What's he's he doing also, now? He's gone, I feel like I saw an article where he had some, you know, a little bad things with a girlfriend. I thought he was a cab driver. A little bit of a... I, he's probably an Uber driver at this point in Wayne, New Jersey. Mm. So, guys, <laughs> check your radio. Hightail it to Let's Wayne. Remember, Let's get a drive. They need to say your name when you get in, ladies, especially. Don't. <laughs> Good morning <laughs> to you all. Yes, I'm, I'm a big, heavy user of Uber, so. All right, who's got the next moment? I do. It's season two. We've, we're, we're still in season two here. This season? was her heyday. This is when she was. Season two is all about Danielle. Even when the other ladies get together not filming with her and they would say, we she don't want to talk about Danielle too. again. All they did was talk about Danielle. Yeah, for sure. So we have season two, episode nine. The episode is called Posh Spite which is a nod to the posh fashion show which is about to happen we're about to see i think our first one we didn't have one. this is the entree into kim okay d so she has this friendship with kim d and kim d's show uh, kim d's store posh is getting ready to have this big fashion show which is like this is like a squatty ass store i'm sorry Look at this store. I mean, can you imagine? Were you watching this episode, this store? And I I know you're going to get to the the moment. This store is awful. I didn't remember it. Like the way the clothes are hanging. The amount of clothes. It looks like shoved into that store. It reminds me of like Francesca's, but worse. And like Forever 21, but tiny and just crammed in there. Everything's just one piece too. It's not like there's a size array or anything. The front desk is made of mirrors. Oh Oh, God. (laughs) So anyway, Kim D is going to have this fashion show. She's sent out the invites and apparently it has become known to Danielle that Jacqueline and Teresa have also been invited, her arch nemeses. And Ashley will be walking in the posh Ashley fashion show. Ashley will be walking in it. And oh, so, these models for this fashion show. Oh, yeah. So she considers this a huge betrayal by her friend, Kim D. So she decides she's going to pay her a little visit to the store. And she gets in her Range Rover. Taking it to the range. Takes taking to the it range. to the range. You just always see her driving mad. So she's driving mad to the this store. This gas money. I bet she has a lot of credit card debt on her gas bill. I mean, seriously. So she walks in. She storms into the store. And there's this blonde woman sitting at the front desk. And With the haircut. You could have told me this was filmed in 1983. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, hi, I'm here. To, I need to see Kim. I need to skim. They're like, um, yeah, she's she's uh, she's going to be here in about an hour. She's no, like, she's like next like door paying the she's, water bill or something. Well, she, that was revealed. She's like, she'll be back in a minute. She's not here right now. And so Danielle very impatiently waits there for her. And then she ends up like... She gets a phone call from her younger daughter. She gets a phone call from her younger daughter. She's like, I'm going to step outside for a second. She steps outside and takes a call from her doctor. And she's like, daughter. daughter. And she says... She answers the phone like this to her daughter. Baby girl, yeah, what do you need? Mommy's here handling a situation. Mommy's got a situation. This is, I think, my favorite, Dan. Baby girl, mama's got a situation. Mama's got a situation. I got to handle some things. I also think, I don't think I knew baby girl until this. Am I wrong? She like, was probably one of the first. Was our, this our genesis of baby girl? Baby girl. Because we use it all the time now, but I never knew she said she she this developed daughter some probably vernacular. just wanted to know if she got some more fruit by the foot at the grocery yeah, store like, Mom, get some white her daughter's like are you coming home sandwich. for dinner and mama's got a situation <laughs> like again it's three o'clock on a tuesday why are we having a situation 
So anyway, then she ends up uh, storming back in and telling this employee, yeah, you you tell Kim to call me right away as soon as she gets back. And she goes out, she drives her car away. Next thing you know, we see Kim calling Danielle saying like what what's the matter what's the deal what's the matter i see that you showed up i'm here i was next door paying the water bill as she says the water bill and um she didn't do anything so then here comes danielle back in her range rover pulling into the parking lot do you think she was just driving around waiting oh, she went in some laughs. yeah she comes back in rails into kim d saying you know basically that you're first of all she doesn't even go into why she's mad. Really, uh, 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 why ter- the, the fact of the matter is that Teresa and Jacqueline are invited to this fashion show. Which there's no way, she especially after season that. one, Posh is not going to invite the all cast of, of the Housewives. If you have a business, you're inviting yeah, these. They and that's what Kim there. says. She's like, it's business. It's business. So she comes back in and basically goes off on her saying her employee, the front desk girl with the 80s haircut, was very unkind to her. And she expects to be treated with respect. She didn't do anything to her. And her, like, basically, the employee was a royal bitch. They are laughing their asses mm-hmm. on her. That employee and, like, Kim are there's just not over. like a third that intern a, employee. There's a turn over on this side. The they are laughing. They're like, what is going on here? This is crazy. Then Danielle announces that she will not be shopping here anymore. I will not be a client. I feel betrayed. And, and to keep the friendship alive, she won't be shopping here anymore. Uh, you know what? And then Kim D says the best line ever, which no words are truer about Danielle, that she said, can't you just lighten up? Why can't you ever just lighten up? And it's a, she's the opposite of light. She's, she's also, so heavy. You know this Danielle has a tab. Like, yeah, it's posh. not like Danielle's just, spending a like, grand a month on this clothes This is how she's there. getting out of it. She's like, you know what? This is how I'm not going to pay my tab now at Posh. Yeah. And then she drives away yet again, like kind of talking to herself in the car of like, these women have all disrespected We haven't really talked about those women. I always love when she says those Those women. She uses the term, instead of saying women, she says, those women disrespected me. (laughs) Those women. It's weird. She's not an orator. No. No, no, no. But I like that one. Oh, and my my next one's with it. So it's the next episode. So season two, episode nine, Country Club. So now it's the night of the... This is the infamous. The posh fashion show. The original. The original. Ashley's doing her modeling Jersey Shore is in its peak. Oh my gosh. To see these girls in the the height of their hair... Oh, the these, jet black oh, of their hair or the chunky blondes. Everybody looks like Snooki. I mean, and the fashion was so awful. But anyways, she shows up. Uninvited, or was she invited still? No, she was. She was invited. No, Danny. Danny's not allowed. So she's got a new bodyguard named Dennis in an oversized <laughs> shirt and coat walking her through. He looks like he's 23. She's sitting at a separate table with some women. I don't even know who they were. And that she was, was Kim G and friends. And Kim company. G and friends. Fake on her phone. She won't even watch the fashion show. She said she learned from Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton to fake it on the call. And so she's acting like she's That'll on, which is insane. I think she was on insane. a fake call most of those times we saw her on the phone. I don't, I don't even know. know if her daughter ever called her. And then on the opposite day. side is Kim D, Teresa, and Jacqueline. So she steamed that Kim D sitting with those two. That's another slap in, in the face. In eyesight. So we do the fashion show. That's done. 
she's trying to, or she's about to leave and Teresa all of a sudden has a bee in her bonnet. Uh-huh. A bee in her bonnet. Yeah. And totally. so she's walking out and actually Teresa looks bad here because Teresa's like, hello, Danielle, I wanted to say hi. They're starting shit. Oh, she's starting shit. Oh, she's They got their minks on. They're all feeling their minks. And it quickly... So truly, I feel like Danielle was trying to leave. She's she like, was gone. She's like, get me out of here. And Teresa's running after her. Jacqueline is even like, Teresa, no. Stop it. Everyone's saying, stop it. All these Chasing women are all very chasing out her. Me. It's pure chaos. When you learn about... You know, I think Danielle definitely had abuse mm-hmm. multiple times, oh, both God, as a child, and I'm sure with men, you know, half of those 21 of her fiancés probably, as they're ganging up in her, and she's like having a panic attack, trying to get out, little Kim G and her grandma energies, like trying to root her out. They're in front of the brownstone. Ashley Holmes. So, well, first before the Ashley, so now Danielle's behind a bush, just hyperventilating oh, being she's like screaming. help me help me there these those women are trying to do something she's to going me. get me out of here and ashley who's just one of the most awful inappropriate people, well comes, first of all before ashley Teresa's trying to get at her they're holding talk. back Teresa in that in that mink they're holding her back like trying she keeps trying to run at her yeah i mean no she's there's like she's trying to bodyguards. attack her. i don't know I mean, what she would have done beat her up Maybe during all this, now we realize we Danny needed to be there. It was Danielle on the right. This isn't justice for Danielle. We're going to do a full circle here. And damn Ashley. Well, she she said in that moment when she's hiding behind that thing, I knew this would happen. Oh, she, I, I told you. I, she's happen. like, yeah. She's like, I told you I didn't want to come here to Kim G. I knew this would happen. You know, at this point, I'm sure Danielle's just a pawn for you know Kim G's trying to keep as oh, relevant as possible. She got show. nothing. Yeah. And she tried. So Ashley then comes over and swoops in and pulls a chunk of her hair out, like aggressively. Oh, yeah. She starts pulling at that hair. I, I felt so bad for Danielle, actually, in this moment, because she was really, she just would have gone home. Could you imagine I think she seeing this home. happen? Like, if we were in an event in Chicago. At a country club. And all this went down. Oh, my God. So, yeah, this wasn't the Brownstone. This was at a country this club. This was at a country this was club. At the North Jersey Country Club. Posh. How That's posh. what it was called. Um, I was very stressed out by this moment. It's very she was a lot so of screaming, a lot of crying, a lot of a lot of different people. So like Teresa was enough. She was scared enough of Quick, Teresa. I'm looking at my notes. So when Teresa starts in. to provoke her and is like, "Oh, I just want to say hi," and Daniel's like, "You don't want to say hi, whatever." And then Teresa's like, "All right, bitch, is bitch better?" Uh-huh. Or whatever. She said, is. "Oh, honey, honey," and she goes, "Don't call me honey." And she's like, is bitch better? That was the the precursor to this whole thing starting. And then after this whole incident, she's in the back of Kim Ji's car screaming hysterically. Kim Ji's yelling at her well, to calm down. Well, the police are now here. She's calling them. Oh, yeah. she, she called the police. They arrived. And, you know, Danielle, they're trying to get Danielle's info. And he's like, why? I don't understand. Yeah, Teresa's info. Or, sorry, Teresa, yeah. Teresa's still trying to dart and charge at the car that she's in. Yeah. Jacqueline goes over and tries to like apologize for Ashley's part in this. She says, get her away from me. Get her away from me. Keep her away. She's hyperventilating. Well, and I have, she's carried out. I'm looking at my notes now. She's carried out bodyguard style. So like the bodyguard picks her up like it's yeah. Whitney and Kevin Costner. <laughs> she totally. is. That, she's removed. And this is where the love and light came to. This is, you know, Ashley's yelling love and light. I missed what I the think whole Danielle love and light, light was before. in the beginning. Love and light. How, and so or Ashley was like, yeah, love and light. Like, Wait, so did you. Danielle give us love and light and baby girl? Yes. She <laughs> did. And I think the love and light... Uh, 
either came out of the first reunion or it came out of the beginning of the second season where she's like, I'm coming I'm loving light. With love and light. I've turned over a new leaf. Um, so forgive me that I can't remember. Was this also the she will be revealed? I have that in my notes. <laughs> when does Danielle say she will be revealed? <laughs> she also, though, Danielle, who this shouldn't have happened to her, is also chomping at the bit litigious. I, she knows these cops by name. She will call the cops on anyone, everything. Presses charges on Ashley. She presses charges on everybody. Anyone. Don't cross Danielle Stubbs. She will press charges. And they you know, all Ashley's know the smirking there. still through all of this, saying, you know, I didn't do anything. She, yada, no, yada. she admitted she did it. She did press charges, and I believe Danielle won. But not, they didn't get money, right? Or what no. Happened? Uh, Ashley was a minor, I believe, she and she charged had to... She was She She was... Um, had to apologize publicly or something, or she, she had to or issue she, um, an apology. Legally obligated to wear a beret the rest of, <laughs> <laughs> and, a, and a thin scarf and dye her hair blonde at some point. She did but have yeah, to apologize, scarf. and like I think that <laughs> Danielle later said, "Like that's all I wanted was an apology." So, oh my gosh, it's a lot of heaviness. It's just just so heavy. Oh, but Jersey what were some so heavy? Were some light moments She's of not her? Light. She Even is, when it was like her wedding and all of that, which was supposed to be her, that she was just party. a monster. How did she at get these, these guys to like her? I agree with you that she's like a like a like she drives them in with sweet honey. She and only then she wants just the attention to be on her. She sucks the air out of the room dry when she is at your party. She's not a fun guest because she can't be. If she's not the center of attention, she's going to throw shit around until she's the center of attention. I just had like a quick chill that she might listen to this and like come find us or something. <laughs> All of this is alleged. Yeah. Love you, Alleged, Danielle. alleged. We love love you, Danielle. I do have for a positive so in my notes. I wrote her season two um, look for confessionals. With the shorter hair. In a purple dress. I think she looks really good in those. There's my Daniel. Hear me. <laughs> you look great in fuchsia. Yeah, you do a jewel you tones. Can put well. it like eggplant. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's do our burning questions. Oh God. Okay. Does let's production do like her? No. No. I don't no, know. I don't think anyone likes her. If does Andy like her? I don't. No. I also think no. So she was I think also. She's, so I think they brought her back only for like the. So yeah. Why? Buzz how did she get back? I think it was just okay. Because kind of so, she and Therese all of a sudden were friends. Then, little right? side note too: Danielle Stubb is famous for being the very first guest on Watch What Happens Live. Yeah, and they basically that was sort of their like Bravo's parting gift to Danielle because two thousand eight, season nine. two, it was an No one would film with her. Like we've done it. We this is your story. We can do no more. So they gave her the first role, and she was so tickled pink. But then later, she would be like, "And that was the parting gift for me." And that's when she sang her song. What was it called? So close, so close with lesbian superstar Lori Daniels. Lori Daniels, something like that. Something like that. I kind of forgot about this. So were they actually in a relationship, or I think it was more like a you use me, I use you. Let's try to make ourselves relevant. Didn't she have kind of a good voice though, Danielle? No, yes, she. No, she sounded good. I thought she sounded good too. You guys are crazy. You're crazy. We're here for you, Danielle. So yeah, (laughs) the question is production or does Andy like her? Absolutely not. They have to keep everything separate with her most of the time. It makes it very, very hard to film. Yeah, production's annoyed. They have to do like... All right, fine. Let's get to now. She has good TV. Is she fashionable? No. No. Purple, purple dress aside, <laughs> none of these women are. I mean, Jersey, Jersey is not the not most fashionable. City. I just don't think you the can. Worst next to Orange County. Um, what do you think of her home? Oh, 
this home, <sighs> this crusty, she wouldn't put a penny into this home. Jersey in general with these Tuscan kitchens. I know there's a Tuscan kitchen. You made a good point. Her dining room table looks like it's like patio furniture. That wasn't a dining room table. That was like a kitchen, kitchen side thing, but table. That was like wiry. Yeah. It looked rot, like patio rot furniture rot iron. with a that glass was, top. It was like a Walmart sale that they brought in. It literally looked I think like it had like an ivy leaf, and it's it, like it, was it looked like patio, patio furniture. furniture that was placed in her kitchen. And then that goblet. Remember that goblet that was sitting behind her? <laughs> that creepy yeah. goblet. I forgot. About that. Jersey and their painted gob personalized wine glasses with and paint that says their name or diva at least her on pool them. she got a pool looked so I'm much sure sizable. that had a leak in it the outside the i outside bet danny's drowned someone nice. in that pool before danielle's probably drowned someone is she fun to drink with no no <laughs> no don't give her give her a vitamin water. i wouldn't drink with her That's i'd be too scared no, I, I'm, I'm gonna not... be in the same room with her i'm scared to death <laughs> what is her cocktail of choice oh god I, I would know. Merlot. Red wine. I was thinking of red wine. She doesn't drink that she, much of it, though. I think she's more of a little yeah, candy. Yeah, I think, I think <laughs> some other things. <laughs> I think she likes to be in control. A snowy day in Jersey. <laughs> Sorry, alleged. I'm just talking. Oh, God. Favorite TV show, movie? Does she watch TV? Does she watch TV? I think she watches everything. <laughs> she probably is. No, I think she might, like... She's alone a lot. We know that. She's she's lonely. I'm sure she's on her phone nonstop, but she's I feel like she watches like NCIS or like <laughs> some kind of like procedural. I think she watches mafia shows. Sopranos. Yeah. <laughs> mafia shows. Or like what's that FX motorcycle show? Hell's no Angels. <laughs> oh, with uh, Peggy Bundy. Yes. <laughs> that show. Whatever that one is. <laughs> That's what she watches. You're right. <laughs> Is she a good tipper? No, no she runs she up for the bill comes. She won't pay. <laughs> she doesn't pay. Absolutely She doesn't not. pay anything, no. What kind of a mom is she? I think those girls just had it innately in them to be good or women. Or we're saying it was the dad. Inappropriate that... mom. Inappropriate mom. She was pretty inappropriate. I also think that, that like they kind of did more of parenting her, at least of what we saw. They were strict on survival. Like they, they had to like, our mom is kind of nuts. I think she loves them so much. Yes. But she's hot headed. She's crazy. And they just had to be the level headed ones. Yep. Someone's they had to be. be like, I'm going to get my education. I'm going to get out of this shit. I'm going to get out of this place. And I'm going to like lead my life in a completely different manner. Yep. So, nope. and they did it. Does she host a good event? No. Did she ever host anything? She hosted one event in season one where they came over and her like plastic surgeon was there like giving Botox. Oh, she did a Botox party. Yeah. What about her wedding in Bimini? Was that a good host hosting event? I think the it was off season for sure. It was her. Oh, that was hurricane season when they got off of that puddle jumper. Mm -hmm. Um, No, I think she expects everyone to do something for her. She shouldn't have to. You do it for me. She wants to take the credit though. Of course. Is she on your Mount Rushmore? Good God, no. God, no. God, no, but no. I'm glad she's... I love watching her. Somewhere. I her time with her. I don't want her back. I'm, I want her to be away. We couldn't have done watching that season one, especially, and I won't make us talk about it because you're going to eventually have to do her, but like Caroline is just awful. Jacqueline is dumb. Yeah. Teresa's dumb. They're, I hate to say it. They're not the brightest this bulbs. Is a, and they needed her. If they didn't have her... They would have had nothing. I'm not going to watch Albie... The stupid sister and the 
stripper car wash guy. Danielle is lightning in a bottle. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. She's here for a good time, not a long time. These women in Jersey are not smart. No. They're focused on a little bit of different things. Um, Do you relate to her? No, absolutely (laughs) not. I'm trying to find somehow. I'm sure I can pull up something. We both breathe air. We drink water. (laughs) I look good in purple. I I enjoy yoga. (laughs) Is she a good friend? No. She takes you on in such a way and sucks. She's a vampire friend. She's She's an emotional emotional vampire. No. And she wants to be instant friends with you if she likes you and just like use you for everything she can get. You know, you're my best friend. Republican or Democrat? Republican. I believe that. If she votes. I don't think she. I don't think she votes. No, she might not be allowed. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Teresa's not allowed. Teresa I, didn't vote anyway. No, she didn't anyway. But like, I, I think Danielle might be in the same camp. Here's a good question: Does she donate or work for charities? <laughs> We've already asked. She likes to show up for them. Asked and answered. As Emanuela's mom, she's like, I can't. Don't have any money I could give, but I could. She like, did claim. Um, I normally don't watch the reunions of when I do these rewatches, no. but I did. I wanted to hear about this whole thing. And she claimed that after that event, Danielle went door to door to try and collect money for Emanuela. And Caroline Manzo just goes, lies, lies, lies. <laughs> <laughs> Which I do not believe for a second. I all agree with Caroline on that. Oh, I agree with Caroline as well on that. And I am no Caroline fan. Was she a fangirl of the show? No, no, she there wasn't, wasn't really a fangirl. It was at this too time. new. Too new. What was she watching? Atlanta or New York or no. something? Maybe New York. Was Jersey not third? It was Give me third. The, okay, Jersey was fourth. No. So when oh, OC, you're right. OC, she could have watched Atlanta. OC. A- Atlanta, New York came out, and I'm sorry, Atlanta and New Jersey came out the same year, mm-hmm. but Atlanta was aired first. Yes. Um, Does she I, have good confessional? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I say yes. I, I mean, yes. compared to a Jacqueline or... Yeah. Yeah, or Dina. It's always she's, a lot of She's like, so good with her side smirk, like I said, or a raised eyebrow. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. a real, I'll show them. What was it, her Did we say is she fun to party with? No, we're scared to party no. with her. No, yeah, she's not. <laughs> no. Not going to that house. You said she did a ton of blow. Remember that, allegedly? All right, okay, sure. <laughs> what was her high school superlative? Mm. Oh hustler. Best Hustler. I mean, we already said that about, I think we said that about Karen, but is she, I don't know. High school superlative. Biggest manipulator. Biggest That's flirt. not going to be something flirt. that you no, have. Biggest flirt. Biggest flirt. Yeah, gauge 21 times. I would say be, that's something. You've got to have something. some game. Best yeah, flirt. Best flirt. Is her money real? No, there's no money. There's no there there. There's nothing. She's she's literally on. She's like, I got this much in my bank account. I got to find some, someone else. Try to fake it that much, though, right? No, she, was she was open, like, I need it. money. At least I I'll take that over a Teresa in these early seasons, showing her she building talked that a lot mansion. About her former life in the beginning too, like the first one to have the black card and like her life of private jets and things like that. So she definitely loved to flash back, almost like Sonia Morgan does. It, yep. Of her previous life. She's a Leanne so Locke and Sonia knew. Rising. Yes. <laughs> I'll take that. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, let's do a Rose and Thorn. All right. I guess my Rose, which is probably anybody else's because I had to dig deep. Normally I can find something easily, but it's her daughters are good in spite of her. 
Yes? No? I mean, yeah, that's mine I too. Okay. I said her daughters. She she somehow came out with like wonderful, thoughtful people. And they were on the show too. It's not like they were bad on the show and they had like a, an epiphany in like their life. They were always Hey, good. she also started the model daughter, right? She was Christine. the original model daughter. I th- I, Christine. And Christine is obviously gorgeous. Yes, I really thought gorgeous. that was going to be something. Also, here's one too, Anya. Julianne, the younger daughter for Christine Sweet 16, first child song. Sing, yes. She sang, and it was a cute little song that she did. Top the, take that, Melania. I agree. What My was rose is, I, it, I'm not even going to say this right, but I like that she finds a way to get by. Like Hustler. Like, I always kind of almost respect like an Anna Nicole Smith type. Like she's yeah, going to do it. A she's survivor. Survivor. Yes. She's a survivor. A scrappiness. I do. Street smarts. Yeah. I like, Calling I like upon that people in who can help those women. I, I, there's something I've always kind of respected for <laughs> About that. About those women? Yeah. Survivor. <laughs> What's our thorns? Mine Nothing. is, my thorn is, I, you're not safe with her. Yeah. There's she's always dangerous. something that's going to happen. Mine is that. Um, and she's ev- a victim. Everything is heavy. Mm-hmm. Everything is so heavy, no sense of humor, and just all the yelling. I can't take the yelling. Yeah, you get anxious. Yeah. I don't well. like the yelling. <laughs> I was bringing the daughters into everything. I don't like that. Yep. I like that your rose was the daughters. Eventually, we'll see. They came out okay. Came out, but I. that's what grossed me the most out is... The inappropriate. And I never like when people talk about their children as their best friend. That creeps no, me out. No, it's not. Sorry. Not happening. Do we have Chiron's? I have a couple. One is really mean. One, oh, we're a mean podcast. Mine, <laughs> mine's not even a Chiron. I just need us to say it again. Baby girl, mama's got a situation. Just, <laughs> yes, I, Taking I, it to the range. That might be one of my. Maybe it could be baby girl mom. Baby girl mom. Not, I, I had Black Widow of Jersey. Black oh, Widow. I like that one. I had Black Widow too. 21 <laughs> victims. My yeah, once I heard that stat, I'm I like, love, right. I love both of those. My first one is Terrorizer from the Turnpike. That's a good one. And my second one is really mean. Okay, well. It's Unhinged Muppet. Okay. That's she's, odd you say Muppet because. She's kind of Muppety. I get I was thinking it's Muppet energy or like, there's an old Simpsons episode, and stick with me on this, where they hire <laughs> a babysitter who ends up being a serial killer. Oh, I love that episode. She looks like her. There's something about Daniel. I think it's the way her lips it's all have the, worked. It's all the she filler looks, and the lips and stuff. And like, I saw an old picture of her with um, Thomas Staub mm-hmm. um, online. When unrecognizable. They were very young. Unrecognizable. And like, definitely not the most beautiful woman in the room even back then. But now she's accentuated everything about herself. Like the, the cheekbones are accentuated, the jawline, severe, the lips. Very severe. And it, it just, it strikes as very Muppet like to me. And just with her mannerisms. I feel like we need too. a Chiron that's got like her square tits. Bacon square tits. Oh, yeah, tits. we didn't even do the square like tits. Her square tits. That's going to be for my kids. She got those moment. redone, luckily, but that was a hot mess. Oof. Yeah, so. All in all, we hope she lives happily ever after. I really hope you know, that she can find somebody. I think definitely when you look at her social media currently, she's looking. She's looking for her next victim. She's oh, always yeah. looking. Always she's looking. looking. I'm looking at my notes and I just want to say two things because I'd be remiss if I didn't. Back to the Ashley of it all after the hair pull all of this. Danielle's quote is, Ashley's higher, highly terroristic, like the KKK. Terroristic. <laughs> yeah. But that's when you learn Ashley made a Facebook group. I mean, this she woman did. was wronged. Oh, absolutely. And then I just love 
that's a fuck enough. That's a fuck that's enough. A fuck yeah, she enough. comes in with that. I wish I would. She's use got that some more. gems. That I'd like to see her on an ultimate girls trip. There, I said. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. No. She can't leave the country, can she? That's no. going to have to be like a Key West, Sedona. I would like her to just like actually find real love and live a quiet life and move to Key West or something. And just if you got her in the room, on an get some ult- good therapy and a good Lexapro. Stay with me here. If you got her in the room. With some mega OGs from other cities that aren't going to put up with her bullshit. Who I'd like to see. Some of these Atlanta women take her down. Yes. Heather Dubrow. (laughs) Heather, I agree. Um, I could see... Someone from Atlanta. Like a little... An OG or two from every city. Kenya. Kenya. Great. Yeah, put her up against like the right people. Because she is on that show, Villains. Mm -hmm. Which is apparently... She came in on like as a judge from all of these shows. Just Jax Taylor on it, Omarosa. New York. Yeah, I don't so know much about that. Yeah, can there. Omarosa not set her straight? I don't know. She can survive. I don't watch villains, busy fighting so. with New York on that one. But oh yeah, New York's night. Danielle is complete. Danielle, guys, I really do hope she lives happily, happily ever after I do. in some I wish capacity. The best. I hope that she's got like a little more love and light in her life. I'm wishing you all love and light. We're, we're coming at you from Michigan, and we're going to go on a lovely, beautiful drive right now and try to forget about Housewives. All right. <laughs> Follow us on Once Upon a Housewife PC. Five stars. Five stars only. Five star baby review, girl. Baby girl, five stars. <laughs> if we don't uh, talk to you, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy, wow. happy Thanksgiving to all of you. And um, catch up on some Housewives. You're home for the week. Take this on a drive with you. All right. We're going to go take it to the range. Good call. Yeah. Bye. 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 Bye.